Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of First of Habit. Happy Tuesday. I know the last two weeks uh, have, like, the last two weeks of episodes have dropped on a different day other than Monday, but the schedule's been a little wonky lately. It was Easter weekend this past weekend, and we hosted my family, so I was running around like a chicken with its head cut off all weekend, just getting last-minute things at the farmer's market and getting things ready in place for the kiddos at our place, so... I didn't have a time to sit down and record. Usually Sundays are my recording days, but it's all right. Uh, But it was a really great weekend though. I cooked uh, for Easter and it was a lot of work, but crushed the menu and everyone was really happy. So that made me feel really great. I have always loved hosting my family. And now this past year, I've just been really intentional about just, you know, upping my cooking techniques and just being having more fun in the kitchen and exploring with more recipes and so it's been really fun everyone loved the food so it was really really great it was a great weekend spring is also like officially here here I know technically it was spring like a month ago but here in Tennessee March and like the first few weeks of April are just always hit or miss and this year they were definitely missing okay it was rainy and cold tornadoes a plenty but we've been getting some like really consistent warm sunny days and that just makes me really happy so hopefully they're here to stay also really quick announcement Sheetrician closes its doors for the spring in just two weeks on april 26th at 11:59 p.m doors will close to new members so if Sheetrician is something that you've been on the fence about for a while now is truly the perfect time to join us, see what we're all about, and finally lose weight that you've been wanting to lose for good. Once doors close, we won't open them again until the summer, and I am and I think it's like midsummer, end of summer, which is what we have scheduled, which is like a few months away. So don't put off hitting some of those weight loss milestones anymore. I would absolutely love to have you in my program. You can learn all about that in the show notes. I have the enrollment page linked there. And should you have any questions, you can just find me on Insta at Nutrition by Chantel, or you can send an email in to uh, support at ChantelTaylorNutrition.com. And me and my incredible team would be happy to answer any questions you have, um, should you have them there too. You know, I got a feeling that this year really is your year and I would love, love, love to guide you to your goals in a loving, doable way that feels amazing. So again, I would love to have you in Sheetrician. You can learn all about that in the show notes. Um, But anywho, this week on the Potty Pod, I wanted to talk about something that comes up for women wanting to lose weight often, all the time, and that is consistency. Now, consistency is something that we've talked a lot about on the podcast. It's not a new thing, but I love to share different ways and perspectives you know, that could be stopping you from being consistent in your weight loss. I always find it's never just one reason. There's typically a slew of reasons that kind of combine together that make being consistent for you on your weight loss hard. I always say this to my girls during group coaching calls, but a lot of the reasons behind why we're stuck 
or like why we can't be consistent are very simple in nature, but it isn't until someone else points it out to you, kind of helps you see how you're sabotaging yourself, that you finally become self-aware to it. I cannot tell you how many of my own habits I got aware of that were just very small shifts that needed to happen um, in order to see some really big wins and big progress roll in. So today I'm sharing with you three possible reasons that are getting in the way of you being consistent and what you can do starting today about it. So let's dive right on in. So reason numero uno, you're trying to be cute instead of being simple. So I talk a lot about how we overcomplicate weight loss, and I think so many women do that in order to avoid the truth about what they actually just need to do in order to lose weight. Like, if you ask someone, hey, how do you lose weight? For the most part, you would probably rattle off some version of like, you need to eat a little less and move your body a little bit more, right? But is that what people are putting their energy into doing? Most times, you would think the answer is yes, but the real answer is no. You know, a lot of people are consumed with like eating for their blood type or eating for their body type or intermittent fasting and putting weird strict eating windows on themselves or doing crazy off the wall workouts and cutting out carbs or isolating specific foods or food groups, vilifying random foods instead of just doing the simple thing, which truly boils down to are you in a deficit or are you not? And when you ask the question, like, why is that? It's most likely because we've all been conditioned to believe that weight loss is hard. And so you spend all of your time thinking the process has to be hard, which is why people put this big focus on, you know, like concentrating on these really niche off the wall things to do for their weight loss. You know, also, I think people don't like to confront the truth, which is like weight loss is simple and simple isn't sexy. Simple doesn't sell, you know, simple often challenges how you view yourself. Because if you're thinking like, well, if I can't even do the simple things, then there's something wrong with me. So like, let me complicate the shit out of this process so that then if it's hard, well, at least I have a reason, you know, weight loss is hard. You know, do you know all the things I have to do? Like, I can't do that. You know, you have a reason to stay the same and not challenge yourself to grow in regard to the goal that you've set for yourself. Now, just because weight loss actions are simple, it doesn't mean it's easy. I really truly believe that like simple and easy are not the same thing. Like they don't mean the same thing. Weight loss actions are very straightforward. They are very simple logically. But a lot of the baggage comes up that we have when we try to do them. And I think often what contributes to that baggage is just sheer overcomplication, just like overcomplicating the hell out of your weight loss. So you spend all of your time trying to be cute instead of just doing what simply needs to be done to scientifically hit the goals you want to hit. And so you waste time trying program after program, diet after diet, training after training, weird trend after weird trend, instead of just confronting the fact that like, this is simple, I'm overcomplicating it. So what do I need to challenge about the way I think in order to take my very first step? Which brings me to the very next reason you aren't consistent, which is you aren't meeting yourself where you are. You know, why is that? Why is it that we think, and I say we because, honey, 
this was me too. You are not alone. Every single thing that I'm I'm sharing today are things that I experienced myself. And it wasn't until I got aware of this and realized how I was really complicating everything and how it was affecting my ability to be consistent that everything changed for me. But why is it that we think we can go from overeating, maybe ordering out every single meal, never moving our bodies, barely getting in water, you know, not sleeping, um, you know, overeating, over drinking to cooking every day, working out five times a week, hitting a big water goal and have no drama about it. Like we just wake up and we just do a 180 and it's just, we never look back. <laughs> and I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face. It does not work like that. And that is just brain science. You have to take time to decondition habits, thinking patterns, urges. It does not just go away because you set a goal. And often I find that habits, urges, and like negative thinking patterns get louder when you begin to challenge them. So it kind of like ends with this crash and burn and like a major hit to your self-esteem and your ego because you think there's something wrong with you. You're broken somehow. Everyone else can be consistent and lose weight, but you, you're destined for failure. And it's just not true. You just aren't meeting yourself where you are. You're just doing too much too soon. You haven't practiced being that high level version of yourself enough just yet. She's on the way, but she isn't there yet. And you have to practice being her over time. And so you think you're struggling with consistency when in reality, you're just struggling with brushing your journey and being consistent with the wrong things. Because if you dialed back, started with one to two habits that you could do and you got consistent with those, then added to it, then added to it, then added to it, you would lose more weight. You would keep that weight off. You would feel better emotionally and likely physically in that process. You know, decreasing your emotional ups and downs is so freaking important because especially in the beginning of your weight loss for longevity. Like you also decrease the amount of willpower you need each day. And I think that is something that so many people would benefit so much more from if they knew. Because like the willpower to do a killer gym workout for the third time this week versus the willpower that's needed to walk for five minutes today when you're used to not doing anything is significantly lower. But here's the kicker. Escalating the five minutes to longer walks with maybe more hills, more endurance, eventually leads to doing harder and more challenging workouts because it builds your self-esteem. It builds your confidence, your stamina, and your happiness versus like riding the guilt and shame train for the fourth time this week because you ghosted your trainer or your gym partner again. So like ask the simple question, what can I do today? What decision can I make today that I can stack onto tomorrow? Can I eat one less slice of pizza? Can I drink one more glass of water? Can I walk for five minutes? Can I get one more hour of sleep? Can I just say no to one more craving? Can I serve myself one less spoonful of food at dinner? And then you stack and then you stack. And then you stack again. This is what we call stacking our wins in nutrition. We also call this levels. And I promise you, it is the foundation 
to so many women's weight loss. Because when you ditch the mentality that you have to change overnight to like, I just got to get a little bit better today and then a little bit better tomorrow, I promise you so much more progress is invited in. Now, the third reason you're struggling with consistency is something that I've been coaching around in nutrition the last two weeks really heavily. And I predict this every year and I kind of get my girls ready for this because I think that spring and summer often show us where we are most insecure. And I think that's simply because the, the reason for it is very logical is that spring and summer simply mean that more clothes come off. In the winter, we're hiding behind layers of clothes and kind of staying in. Spring and summer, we're more social, more people see us, and it's less clothes. And I think that can trigger a lot of insecurities in a lot more people. And so around this time of year, a lot of women start rushing their their weight loss and start really beating themselves up for either not losing weight in the winter or not losing uh, weight fast now. And it's been something that my girls have been struggling with as they, again, they do around this time of year. And so we have done a lot of deep, beautiful coaching in the group coaching calls this week alone that were just so amazing and so eye-opening for them. And again, it's simply this narrative that somehow it is better there than it is here. And I'm always reminding my my nutrition babes is that like, I promise you, if you don't respect your body now, if you don't learn to be neutral about, about your body now, I promise you, like, listen to me right now, you will get to your weight loss goal if you even ever get there and you will find something else to critique, something else to tweak, something else that's not good enough, something else that you don't like, something else that didn't look how you thought it was going to look. I promise you, I see it all the time. You know, something I see in coaching all the time that my nutrition babes struggle with deeply prior to working with me is this need to validate their hard work with the scale. So if the scale isn't matching up with their actions, then that means there's something wrong with them, that they're broken somehow. And you might be thinking like, well, technically, Chantel, the scale does validate me because if I'm losing weight, the goal is to lose weight. And that's a very fair point. But I want to offer you a different perspective. If every time you have a very normal human weight fluctuation, if every time you don't lose weight, if every time the scale simply says something that you weren't expecting or, or, or said a number that you didn't want to see and you spiral out, you will never get to your goal. You will spend your entire life plateauing and yo-yoing. And what I see a lot is, you know, checking weight, checking weight, checking weight. I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing. Then one day the scale is up or it's been a week or two and the scale hasn't hasn't changed at all. And even though you've been crushing it and doing all of your stuff, nothing drops. And then you start to have thoughts like, I can't do this. This is too hard. I can't lose weight. I'll always be this size. What do you think the result of that thinking is going to be? If I had to guess, likely feeling angry, resentful, defeated, disappointed, upset. And on what planet are you feeling those things and going, you know what I want to do? Keep being consistent. 
as much as we think we'd do that, like as much as we think if the scale wasn't saying what we thought it was going to say, that we dig our heels in and keep going, that is almost always the opposite of what happens. What usually happens, if we are being honest and realistic here, is you start to spiral, you start to fuck it eat, you, you start telling the story, I can start again on Monday, or you get really restrictive and fall back into the restrict binge cycle and spiral even more. And then what happens is that every time you hit that plateau and you spiral out, you likely gain weight or at the very least you don't lose any. And so you're in this cycle of either losing and gaining the same few pounds again or being stuck at a plateau and staying there because you can't be consistent. Doing work to detach from the scale. And by detach, I mean removing your self-worth from the scale or like the number that the scale pops up at you is some of the most important work that you will do in your weight loss. You have to begin to look at that number objectively and ask, what do I need to shift in my actions? What do I need to tweak? What is the scale telling me? It's not telling you a damn thing about you. It's telling you that, hey, there is a scientific reason that I am not lower or I am not the number you were expecting. Let's figure that out together and keep at it. It's not calling you a fat piece of poop who can't lose weight and can't be consistent. You said that. The scale is sitting there like, damn, bitch, take it easy. (laughs) So you have to begin to do that work now. And that work is simply like getting aware of what you're telling yourself when you weigh in and check in and removing anything personal from the progress and instead asking, what can I tweak? What can I I tweak in my actions? What can I tweak in my plan? What is the reason this is my weight? Nine times out of 10, when I go through the checklist with my girls or at a plateau or even they've gained and I go through the scientific reasons, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? There's, I won't even say nine times out of 10, that's like 10 times out of 10. It is always something that they're missing or something that they're not doing. And when they plug that back in and they start doing it again, weight moves. We tend to overcomplicate sometimes our progress. And I always liked, I have to make this like, you know, disclaimer, I am not talking about medical reasons why someone's weight um, could be difficult, like hormonal issues or actual medical limitations, which most of the population does not suffer from. Um, So I'm not talking about like any niche topics that could be affecting someone's weight loss. I'm talking about just like typically your weight is just a reflection of are you in a deficit? Are you not? It boils down to that. And if you stop making the deficit mean something about you personally and you just put on your big girl pants and you say what do I need to change in my plan so that my deficit is a little easier you will make progress doing that work in combination of meeting yourself where you are confronting the fact that you need to simplify your weight loss I promise you I promise you You will start to hit more milestones more consistently and begin to question like if things can really be this easy. Those are the questions I love the most. Like I love getting wins when they're like, you know, my shushing girls are like, 
I, like I'm getting skeptical like is it really this easy and it's like yeah it is you're gonna have to do some hard work sometimes when you are trying to learn how to talk yourself down from an urge or to sit with a craving or to you know really honor your hunger hunger and fullness like those things are hard habit wise to break but when it comes to weight loss actions very very simple and when you begin to question if things can really be this easy if this is too good to be true that is when you know you're on the right path you know i see it every single week in my program and i know you are no different and i know you can do this too so that being said i hope today was helpful i hope that i've given you a different perspective something to think about i always say if i get i've given you at least one aha one thing to kind of chew on, to think about, I've done my job. So if it was helpful, I would love for you to share this podcast episode with a friend who might need to hear this too, or to leave me a five-star review so that we can continue to grow this podcast so we can reach more women and help more women just like you lose their weight for good. Let's have a kick-ass week. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.